What's going on, everyone? This is your host, AJ, from Off the Hook with AJ. You're tuned in to another episode. I got a very special guest here today, my good friend, boxing manager, Sam Contreras. Man, how you doing? I'm doing great, brother. I'm doing great. So uh, you're actually in your gym right now, right? Actually, I uh, came over to Jerry Ortiz's gym. We had some oh. sparring up here, so okay. you know, people know me. They, they know I travel a lot, so. That's true. That's true, man. So um, let us know, how did you get started with, with, with boxing? Well, you know what? Um, I started training. I used to train at the Old Resurrection Gym, uh, the Oscar De La Hoya uh, Gym, uh, Old Resurrection, known as. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I had my son if, a few years later, um, you know, he started training and then I started working with him. And that's how I started getting involved a little bit with him, you know, I think that was one of the, in the training part, right? And then the right. management part, I started uh, managing uh, Cesar Diaz, where, you know, um, a lot of people know that he passed away. Uh, so we started uh, training uh, Caesar, and then I started helping him on the management. I actually started managing him with uh, Joel Diaz. You know, I'm, I'm very great friends with Antonio Diaz. Right. And, you know, we got connected. We have a very good relationship. And that's how we started. We started managing Caesar, And then, you know, another fighter came by, another one. So right. now we're all in. And my apologies. Um, I meant to also say, you know, boxing trainer as well. You know, because yeah, no, no, no worries. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, training wise, you know, I only train. I train my son, uh, Joel Diaz Jr. from uh, Palmdale, Kevin Anton from Palmdale, and um, huge shout out. To you know, too. that's pretty much it. So uh, yeah, that's why only a few people know I train. Right, right. Now, I've been to your gym a couple of times, and uh, I'll be honest with you, the vibe in there, just the way it looks, everything, man, is awesome. Awesome. You know, the way that you have it set up, it's great. I'm not going to give too many details, you know, but the way you have it set up, it's awesome. You know, I really do love it, man, and I got to go back soon. You have to. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what, what's next for you? What's next? Um, you know what? Right now, uh, we're going to have announced Joel's Diaz fight. We're back August 20th. And then, um, you know, if everything goes well, we have a, a, a very, you know, big announcement after that for him. Um, I think we might be back in September with him, but uh, hopefully we're back August 20th. And uh, I think it's in uh, San Diego. So San Diego, can you more than welcome. You're is it going to be televised? Anything? Any more details? Um, we're working uh, with a promoter right now. Okay. Um, that's for this card only, um, you know, Joel's actually already under a promotional contract. So mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and have like a little, you know, tune-up fight. And then, you know, hopefully we have a, a big announcement right after that one. Now, who all do you have in your camp? Like as far as that, uh, that you manage? Well, I manage uh, Rudy Garcia as well. You know, okay. me and his father go way back. Uh, great friend. Uh, he's been with me for the past uh, two years, two or three years, you know, with the pandemic, everything, you know, kind of slowed us down. Okay. Um, he, prior to the pandemic, he had a fight at, uh, I think he was going to fight at the Sugar Ray Leonard Show under Golden Boy Banner again. But, okay. you know, everything that year got canceled. So, you know, we're getting back to the, to our grind little by little. Uh, Joel Diaz, Joel Diaz. Uh, Jr., right? A lot of people confuse him with Joel Diaz from the trainer. Oh, yeah, and the trainer. Or the trainer. <laughs> yeah, no, so um, Joel Diaz Jr. from Palmdale, you know, he fought Regis, and, you know, 
he, it was it was a short night for him that day. Um, I I seen something in him. You know, he has he has changed a lot. A lot of people that have recently seen him have seen that he's done a great improvement. Uh, usually at that age, the you know the young the youngsters start putting hands on you. At least in right. sparring, right? Right, right. They have they have the pro experience, but he's been doing pretty good, man. Joel's a solid fighter. He's a very strong fighter. You know, we had to work a lot in his defense. That's why mm -hmm. we're patient. You know, I don't like to throw fighters just out there. I don't, I don't, nobody likes to get their own fighter right. hurt, right? But right. I'm a little bit more precautious on that. I, I really want to, uh, until I feel comfortable, uh, you're never 100%, right? But until I feel a little comfortable, I'm able to put him in. He's looking good. So, you know, hopefully he could do his last run. You know, I think he still has something in him. No, I agree. Strong son so of a bitch, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so um you've had him he's fought uh, like three three fights under your belt right under you actually uh it's two two oh, it's two it's two uh, this is two. this is gonna be the third yeah. one on, on the 20th yeah it took us a little while uh to get back okay uh, just because um you know i saw a lot, i saw a lot of down, downfalls on him and, you know his defense i saw a lot of great things and i saw okay. a lot of bad things you know I think one of the things that, you know, would put him in that danger zone is, you know, his, his control in the fight. You know, sometimes he lost control, and that's been one of the hardest things that we had to work on. But so far, you know, it's getting there. It's getting there. Yeah, and he seems focused. He seems focused, and he seems, he seems ready to just, you know, take it to that next level. But you know what? He had to make whatever, a huge whatever change. Whatever's going on is working, you know? Well, he had to make a, a huge change, you know? Yeah. Uh, typically... The, the protocol is, you know, you're a pro, you know, you're an amateur, right? You Correct. start going everywhere, you start sparring everybody, you start sparring the best. Then when you're, majority of the fighters, when they're in a comfortable zone, you know, they want sparring to come to them. Uh, they might be the little stars in certain places. So I told you all, look, man, one of the only reasons that I, I don't train a lot of people is because um, I don't have the time. And the few I do help, they have to, they have to, find a way how to make it on my time. Correct. Um, that's one of the things that I, didn't, I, th I thought it was going to be very difficult for him. Um, but he adjusted. You know, if on Mondays I need him in the morning, he's there in the morning. If I need him in the afternoon, he's in the afternoons. If I need him on Saturday morning, he's there on Saturday morning. So he, he's a student, and I like that. You know, um, my fighters don't call shots here. Um, they could go call shots somewhere else, you know, and the reason is, it doesn't work. When you lose that control, that's it. You know, um, I mean, if, 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 if training is your, is your full income, then, you know, I could understand, you know, you have to take care of your income. But for me, boxing is not my income. You know, boxing is my hobby. I, lo I love to do it. And that's why I do it with passion. And, and that's why I have my own rules. And I think that's what separates you from the rest because I, I've been in a lot of gyms and I see that the boxers are the ones that are basically calling the shots when they want to train, what, what they want to eat, what they want to do, you know, when they're in camp. And I see sometimes for some, it works and for some, it doesn't, you know, but the way that you're, you're implementing your, your, uh, your rules and the way that you want to go about your business. I got nothing but respect for that. Appreciate it. Well, you know what? Um, it's just like boxing and other things in life, you know, run very similar. It's like, it's like having a kid, right? Okay. And if mom tells the kid, you can't have that, but then dad tells them, okay, go ahead and do it. 
then the kid is going to do it. And he's always going to go to that side, right? But Correct. when he sees that there's always a straight line, they know it doesn't matter what way they turn, it's always that same answer, then they have to, you know, adjust. And two is, it's for them, bro. You know, it's, it's for them. Um, you know, sometimes as a trainer, yeah, you do feel comfortable. You do get credit, right? You do get credit, but at the end of the day, it's for them. You know, uh, it's for their own benefit. For their, You know, my, I also very strict with their weight. I don't like them being overweight. Just think it's a hit in your body. And then two things. It's going to cost your purse a percentage. You're going to be weak in a fight, and you might look like crap. And then my guys don't have a chance to be looking bad in TV. You know, they have to look um, – they need to catch people's attention, right? So, I and I think that's what a lot of fighters forget. You know, your manager could do a lot of things, could, you know, work everything out, could work your deal, could get everything ready for you. But if you don't show up the day of the fight, it's on you, you know? And, and the, the thing about boxing, it's, uh, it's very short-lived. You know, you're in one day and out the next. So you got to be 100% committed, 100% focused, because any slight mistake that you do in boxing, that could be the end of your career. Correct. And, you know, I'm glad you're touching that topic. Um, people forget that boxing is a business, mm -hmm. right? Just like a company. Correct. Same thing as a company. If you're the owner of a company, right, and this fighter or this employee uh, produces money for you, you're going to keep them there. You're going to give them a raise. You're going to treat them well, right? Right. But if this employee shows up late, he misses a lot, you know, he's not on that, then two things. You don't even need to keep keep them in your company, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you get somebody else. Correct. I think with the whole stuff going on in boxing right now, I, I'm seeing a lot of fighters throwing, you know, at the promoters. Uh, going back and forth, I just feel that sometimes as as managers and trainers, we have to be a little bit more honest, even as a promoter. Oh, you know, yeah. be honest to yeah. fighters and, and tell them the reality. This is a business, you know. Um, and also, people can be too sensitive. Fighters are a little too sensitive sometimes. If they I see the promoters, well, I agree with you. Yeah, if they see that the promoters are hanging out with this guy for in a fight. You know, mm -hmm. oh, he hasn't done that with me. He don't like me, man. Cut the bullshit. You know, hey, you that's have, fucking true. That hey, is if, true. You guys, if you guys have the guts to get in that ring and fight, right? Put your life uh -huh. at risk. And you're being weak because a promoter is spending a little bit of time with this guy. With the, I mean, just like a company, bro. There's fighters. There's uh, employees that might be going to lunch with management. Some don't. Yeah. You know, mind your own business. Keep working. Yes. This is a business. Not everybody, not everybody's gonna have that. But that doesn't mean they don't want you. That doesn't mean they don't like you. You know, maybe you guys haven't had that chance to meet or had that bond to share, right? Correct. That you know, stick to your lane. Stick to your lane. Keep working. You know, um, there's. I believe there's many ways of of, of getting into a, a boxing. Right? There's different doors. There's fighters like Olympians. They win or they medal or they're just an Olympian and they have the door. That door that uh, facilitates certain uh, steps for them, right? Right. The fighters have to be going to Mexico to get a few fights, right? Yeah. But after they did their job, um, door is wide open, right? Example, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia uh, debuted in Mexico, right? He had yeah. a few fights over there. Uh, there was 
at least 20, 30 other fighters here in SoCal that were doing the same thing. But the rest of those 25, 30 fighters weren't able to do what Ryan Garcia did. He was able to sell himself, you know? Either he was acting foolish in TV, whatever, people like him, people hate him. He's where, he, where he's at. Right. So there's fighters that started the same time as Ryan Garcia in the States, in a top-ranked card, in a Golden Boy card, in mm -hmm. a PBC card. Right. While Ryan was out there in Mexico, they beauty. But guess what? This is a marathon, bro. It doesn't mean because you started first, you're going to finish first. So, yep. you know, it, it's a peace of mind. I, I, I like to be, you know, honest with them and, and tell them, you know, the, the whole boxing world's changing, you know. Things are not back like in the 90s, 80s, even early 2000s. Social media is a big thing, you know. It could help you. It could affect you. But you need to learn how to move yourself. You need to help, right? I've seen a lot of fighters where a few promoters have helped um, market them, but then the fighter doesn't help. Don't blame the promoter. If, if, you, were, if you couldn't show up on that fight where you had TV time, and you couldn't take care of the job, then that's it. That's you know? it, yeah. Um, the reason I say this is a lot of people might say, and I've heard it, it looks like you work for the promoter. No, I, no, I like to be neutral. Mm -hmm. you know, if the promoter screws up, um, I'll point it out. Right. Majority of the time is the fighter. Majority of the time is the fighter. So I tell the fighters, and at least I tell my fighters, give me the tools to fight for you. Right? I don't want to go fight for you when I have no tools. When they could just say, well, look, he missed here, here, here. What do you want? You're lucky he's still signed, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I think if fighters will put more time on that, there'll be better results for them, right? Do you think um, that social media has a big effect on, on boxers because of the fact that they're, they're so worried on all? Did I get this? Like, how many views did I get on this video? Did I do this? Where it takes away some other focus in the gym where they just, it's like the kids nowadays, right? Where they just want to be on the phones all day. I think it's like that with boxers as well, where they want to be on social media, TikTok and st stuff like that, thinking that that's going to help them. Well, I think it's a balance, right? Okay. You know, uh, it's a balance. I think that um, you have to be smart. Not everybody's going to be smart. It's just like business. Not everybody's going to be super smart in business, you know, or else there wouldn't be business for the smart people, right? Or right. the people that take risks. So, you know, it's one of those things that you, you have to put some knowledge. You can't also let social media drain you, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, you need to understand the balance. Um, look, like Virgil Ortiz, right? Strong, great fighter. He's not too big on social media. No, they, I, I, I could not see really that active like that. Him, but it, you know, his way of being—you know—he's more quiet, more you know, more shy. He's opening up a little. I'm glad. I'm glad to see that. Yeah, you know, he's a great fighter, but he's doing actually what's attracting uh, people uh, on him is that his fights. He's aggressive. He's a little beast. So. Some fighters might get more his fan base because, like Ryan, you know, I'm not saying Ryan's not great. Ryan's great, trust me. Mm -hmm. uh, but he got majority of his fans through social media. I feel right. Virgil's getting more of his fans um, when he fights. You know, mm -hmm. he's super aggressive, great fighter. Most gonna be fireworks when he fights. You know, Ryan's doing both. So you know, th those are the things. Um, but I mean, I've seen people that love to put shadow boxing and 
all these videos that you look super sharp, super fast. I mean, I think it's cool once in a while. But then it's you have a, it's all right, <laughs> you know. But then you have a fight there at top rank or at the zone or at Golden Boy, and then you're out there with a fighter that you should be knocking out in two or three rounds, you know, on your first two or three fights, and you're going to a decision and you're not looking impressive. No. So what's the point? I think it's uh the word uh, the word that uh that I'm looking for is clout. They're just looking for that clout for the moment and they lose focus on a lot of the fights. You know, and that's not everybody. There's a, I think there's only a, honestly, personally, a handful of fighters that put that time on social media and in the gym and they get great results. Like you said, like with Ryan Garcia, I think there's only a handful of fighters that can do that. Some are trying to piggyback off of what Ryan did and it's not for everybody. Not everybody can do that. Well, if you notice everybody that comes out with their own style, usually make it and everybody else wants to, yeah, you know, copy, copy. I mean, you might get a few. Right. Just like, just like Floyd, right? Floyd came out. Great style for him. There's not another Floyd. No. We, we no. saw Adrian try to do it. Doesn't work for him. So, you know, it's just it's just one of those things, right? It's, it's just one of those things that, you know, people need to uh, try to stay focused on their own, come up with their own ideas, you know, uh-huh. and, and take a risk. You know, just like business. Take a risk yeah, and see what, what it does. No, definitely. I mean, I took a risk with this podcast. I didn't, I've never I done a podcast. I remember. Look, I see you everywhere now. <laughs> and, and exactly, you know, and, uh, and and it's a blessing. I'm having fun, you know. I really am. But you know what happens too is that look, um, it also has to do who you know. I mean, we're True. gonna cut no. the BS, right? No, no. I do. Um, it all takes for you to be with certain people and those certain reporters that are cool with the reporters uh-huh. and they can make somebody that's not that great of a, a, a fighter, make them into, whoa, who's this kid? He's fighting. You know, there's that connection, which is great for the fighter. Right, right. right. For the fighter, but the moment he's putting that spotlight, he needs to show up or mm-hmm. else it just doesn't go nowhere, you know? Um, there's a lot of casual fans in, in social media that, you know, they just don't follow boxing that much. They don't know much about the ins and out about boxing. So whatever they see, they buy, right? Mm-hmm. So it benefits the fighter. But then at the same time, you have to uh, put yourself out there and, and show up. I and agree. Show up because um, it does. I've seen a lot of fighters that, you know, uh, are very good. For example, I have Kevin. He's a very, very, uh, you know, we just, you know, signed with uh, Cameron. And um, and congratulations to, to Kevin as well for, for his victory. A few yeah, months. thanks. You know, um, it was hard for him. You know, he's a very quiet guy. Six, two, six, two and a half, 147 pounder, makes weight with no oh, issues. Yeah. But okay. I'm being real. I know it's hard for a promoter to sell him. You know, it's too tall. Who wants to fight a softball? I've offered right. myself to fight undefeated fighters with seven, eight, nine fights. Kevin yeah. has uh, three fights now, four. Um mm. Because I know what he has. But again, why you want to take a risk uh, against a 6-2 lefty? You know, um, even the promoter, you know, look at Fandora. Very tall. Yeah. I mean, the weigh-ins are, are crazy funny, you know, but the kid fights. Yeah, he so goes. Yeah. He shows up. Just imagine if he wouldn't show up, that would be it for him. That's but it, he yeah. shows up. He puts out shows. He goes out there and fights. And, you know, people start believing in that. I think that's the same route Kevin has to go. You know, I think until we we get into a certain rankings and we start beating whoever they put in front of us, then we'll go from there, you know? 
Okay. Yeah, that's true. And um, your son, what's next for your son? Um, I've personally there, witnessed him training. There's been two offers, but um, you know what? Sam is 17. He still, um, he wants to try for the Olympics. I think uh, the past six months, it's the best Sam I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He's doing very well. Um, camp with Roman has helped him so much. But I think we get we might wait, you know. Um, I feel that you know COVID back everything up. I don't see any rush of turning pro now, um, so we might wait. You know, Sam Sam has a few options, and he's really uh, young too. So you guys have yeah. time right now. He's been doing good, you know. He's been doing good, but I think he he's gonna wait, and then we'll decide um, what route we're gonna take in in the uh, amateurs. Uh, he has a you know. Lucky enough, he has a four countries he could go try to represent and try to qualify for. So, you know, we might be making that announcement soon. Make it on here, Sam. Come on, don't do me like yeah, that. Yeah, let's do it. You know, it's one of the things <laughs> I, it, it's one of the things that I, 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 I told people. Like, I remember you reached out, I'll congratulate you on what you're doing. You're doing great. And, um, you know, I started like that. Yeah, I know a lot of, I know a lot of. Uh, great friends of mine, but you know, maybe it's wrong, but I just want to do my own thing. You know, nothing personal. I don't like to use their names to, to try to put myself in there. You know, I started meeting people know me because who I am. Right. And I work with, you know, um, I work with uh, Ramon too, uh, Canelo's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it goes back to, you know, talking and if business wise, you know, if things yeah. work, if you both feel each other, then you start going from there, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, agree with, I agree with you on that because like when it, when it comes to like, like w- with me, um, you know, like, like we said earlier, I took a risk, you know, and now gracias a Dios that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm moving up, right. I'm still, I'm still a small dog, but you know, day by day, I'm getting, you know, moving up day by day, you know, day by day. And, and look, I, I, I would always remember that, bro. People that, I do business with that I work with. They know that if you're there with me since day one, you'll be there, bro. That, oh, that's yeah, me. Yeah, I don't jump. I don't. You know, I don't. I don't like to kiss ass, bro. That's my thing. I. I, I don't. If we meet, we click. We're good. Yeah. You know. I no, respect and, that. And that's what um, I, I, I don't try to use people. I don't try to use reporters. I don't try to. I, I do my own. If a reporter comes, hey, cool. You know, if they don't look at, trust me. There's a few reporters that I reached out to. Uh-huh. So I have certain things and. And, you know, I saw no interest. Okay, right. but we keep walking. But I'll remember. Yeah. I'll remember. Uh, and, honestly, and, uh, and honestly, since day one, you've always showed me love and respect, man. Like, eh, since day one, you know, I've yeah. always, we've always uh, reached out to each other. And it's always been solid since day one with me and you, you know. And I respect. You know I, um, Bobby Lee, Brandon's lead father. Um, I, I go way back with him. Mm-hmm. Great guy. And, you know, me and him talk. Remember once he told me, Sam, if you're going to be an asshole, be a full-time asshole. Yeah. You know, be a part-time asshole. Uh-huh. So meaning that, you know, be who you are and always be that person, you know. Um, but, you know, things are going well for us. Uh, there's a few projects in line, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, Sam's looking good. His his uh, future looks okay if he continues, you know, because as a father, you know, I could say whatever I want, but if he stopped, like tomorrow he might say, you know what, I don't want it. Right, right. That's it. That's it. So, you know, 
No, you're, wanna... you're, you're in a, you're in a great position, man. You gotta, you gotta, you know, the fighters that you got under your belt, you know, that you're managing and training, um, you got a good stable, man. And, and if well, you... look, for example, um, I like to go against the odds, you know, right? Joe Diaz stopped because, you know, they told him he was done. He didn't mean nothing. And I could see, you know, maybe you have to, you had to spend a lot of time with him. But um, for me, it's a big, uh, it would be a big accomplishment if I could take him to certain other steps, right? Right. You know, what would be a definite world title? I believe he can. There's a lot of things uh, I agree. to work on. I agree. And uh, one of the things I say is because um, he's a strong guy. He has crazy power. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of people might see this one and say, okay, this guy's talking out on his ass. But at, at 135, that was somebody that has the power to has is very hard. The only problem is I feel he wasn't using it the right way, right? He was more like total-toe type of fighter. Right. Um, but I think he could make noise. He's I, a big a 135, too. He's stocky. Like, he's big. He, he's a big, strong, solid 135. I think yeah. that a lot of people might think, okay, you know, he has those two losses. He's been knocked out. But if we're able to turn that, right, it's a risk. But if right, we're able right. to turn that out, I think, uh, I think I would be very satisfied with that. Oh, yeah. And I can see that happening, honestly. I mean, that would be great. You know, us coming from 661, you know, I don't know, Valley, somebody from Palm. There's no boxing. Come on, AV. I know. Let's go. And, uh, you know, that, that'd be awesome. You know, somebody from the AV really, really uh, showing out, you know, putting on and, and, and Joel has that. You know what? He's a great kid. He's been, he's been put this. Okay. Joel's, he's, you know, he has two babies. He has a family. Yeah. yeah. He's taking that risk, bro. I mean, not only in the gym, the time, the work, you know, he's taking that risk for a one, for, you know, another shot. Right. And, He's same thing like I told him, you know, the moment we get that shot, he has to execute. And if his family doesn't motivate him to do it, then nothing else will. So he has to, you know, he has to and he has to do it for his family, for himself. Put too many years in boxing away without nothing, you know. So, you know, hopefully and I am I have a very good confidence that, you know, he's going to become a world champion soon. Within oh, yeah. the next two years. Definitely. Now, let me ask you a couple more questions. Pacquiao and Errol Spence Jr., who do you got? Um, I think it's going to be a great fight. That was a hard fight. I was just talking about it. <laughs> I think Errol, just for the age, uh, but not by much, just because, you know, Manny's style, his footwork's crazy. Yeah. You know, footwork's crazy. I know Errol had a little issues with um, Porter. I'm not saying Porter has the same, same type of footwork as Manny, but he's busy, right? Yeah. He's busy. So um, I, I think that Porter, maybe because of the natural weight, the age, but uh, Manny's a beast, man. Uh, it, but if Manny would beat uh, Arrow, whew, that would be huge. Can you see an upset happening? Can. I, yeah, hands you know, down, I mean, right? Like, I can. I feel, I hope I'm wrong, right? For personal reasons for Arrow. I feel Errol's not the same Errol after that accident. I agree. Um, I agree. I, I hope I'm wrong. That. I really hope I'm wrong. But to what I see, I don't see the same Errol. But, and I think if Manny, uh, you know, he's a hard worker. So mm -hmm. a hard worker, I'm sure Errol's the same. But, um, you know, I think I think Errol might have a little bit the edge on this one. I know everybody's picking Errol, man. I don't know. Maybe because personally, 
I'm a Manny Pacquiao fan, you know, and I want to see him win. I want to see the underdog come on top. Everybody's counting him out because he's 42 years old. You know, yeah. Father Time might have caught up to him. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think, honestly, Manny takes care of his body, you know. Oh, yeah. He takes care of his body. My only issue is, is if he's mentally focused 100% on the fight. That's the only thing that I think he's going to beat himself. I think he's going to beat himself rather than Arrow beating him. He has to I, I think he, I think he will. Like I said, I mean, I, I would love for Manny to uh, mm. win. I, I go for Manny, but I just think Arrow might have that little edge, just a size and everything else. But again, you know, uh, Manny's speed is might not be the same as the uh, prime Manny, but I think he still has a lot of speed in him. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So look. We got this game that, that you know, a little questionnaire that I do on every episode on the podcast. I'm going to throw you a little curveball here and there, all right? I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want you to I, I didn't know. I'm like, geez, all right. <laughs> all right? So I call it Let's Get Personal. All right? First question. Favorite food? Favorite food? Um, man, I love food. Uh, but definitely, if you had your last meal, what would it be? My last meal would definitely be sushi. Sushi, favorite color, black. Favorite athlete, it could be in any sport, anything. Floyd Mayweather, why? It's a beast. I wasn't a big fan of him for many years, but dedicated. True athlete in and out. So, yeah. Gotta respect First car, your first ever car. Toyota Corolla. I'm sorry. It was a Mr. Wee Clips. And my oh, dad okay. took it away for being an ass, and I ended up buying a Corolla. So, I went from a 98 Eclipse uh-huh. to an 88 Corolla. <laughs> oh, man. Dream car. What's your dream car? Porsche. Porsche. What kind? 911. Oh, okay. All right. Favorite place to travel? It could be a place that you've already gone to or a place that you want to go to. Hawaii. Hawaii. Have you gone there? Yes. Love it. Okay. All right. So, uh, all time favorite movie? I stumble everybody on this one. They're like, wait, hold on. I didn't expect that one. Believe it or not. Um... Last Survivor. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Favorite music genre? Favorite what? Music genre. Like favorite favorite type of music. Could be corridos, rap, R&B, anything. Bachata. Bachata. Nice, nice. There you guys have it. The one and only <laughs> Sam. He was, hey, you actually, everybody, you went through it pretty good. Pretty good. Everybody <laughs> will stumble. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, to all, I mean, if I may say something else, you know, to all the oh, fighters yeah, no. out there, fighters out there, um, just, you know, keep your grind. Um, another thing too, man, I see sometimes a lot of fighters that as soon as they start going pro, they start getting a little frustrated. You know, if you have that trainer that trains with you and has been with you so many years, well, I'll do respect to, to, to my friends, Joe Diaz, you know, Manny Robles. Much, of course, they have a lot of experience. But 
don't think that that trainer can't take you to places. As long as you put in the work, they will. You know, let's go back to, you know, Joel Diaz, Tim Bradley, you know, since, since he was young. Uh, Freddie, you know, Manny, um, Eddie, you mm -hmm. know, Saul. Yeah. You know? So they didn't, all these guys, they didn't go look for, for, for a superstar trainer. Now, if things don't work, then yeah, of course, you know, but, you know, believe in your team, have a solid team. And having a solid team doesn't mean that you need to have um, name brands in there, you know? I agree. You know, because remember, name brands are expensive. You need to pay for that. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, one of the things is, you know, believe your trainers, you know, also, you know, trainers, you know, we need to keep pushing. You know, it's like a little competition out there. And, um, yeah, believe them, man. And, you know, you might get the same results or better. The uh, reason I say that because, I, you know, I, I just like, I really see when, you know, boxing is dirty, man. Just like any other business, wherever there's money, it's dirty. You know, um, I, one of the things I dislike is a trainer trying to take a fighter from another trainer. And that, that I don't care. I don't give a shit who you are. I'll lose respect for you. It might not matter to you, but still. You know, that happens. Things don't go like that. Things don't go like that. The guys I've trained, I always talk to their previous trainer and say, hey, well, what's the situation here? They came and looked for me. What's the situation? Are you guys cool? Is everything due? Do they owe you any money? Whatever it is. I won't train somebody else if you owe money to a trainer. I won't train you. Yeah. Um, if you take care of him, then it's a different story. So um, I say that because, you know, I, we put in a lot of work. You know, a lot of trainers put in a lot of work. And uh, I'm not saying that. I'm still, like you say, you know, I'm still a short dog. But, yeah, I do get calls, right? You know, they might see you on the zone. They might see you next to Saul. And, and the reason I point this out is because only because you might see me with Saul doesn't mean I'm going to make you better. It has nothing to do. That's something totally different. Right. And, you know, stay loyal to your trainers. Now, loyalty comes, it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. Now, if things don't work out, talk it out. You know, if you have to split, split. But, don't just get rid of your trainer just because you think you're going with a trainer as a, as a name. He ain't going to do nothing for you. Not every trainer is for every fighter, not for every style, you know? So, or else Freddie would have many Manny Pacquiao's. Eddie would have many Canelo's, you know, it's a combination. And that's good so, that you touch on that. Honestly, I really do appreciate you touching on that because from I've seen obviously you know me and you we see the back behind the scenes of stuff you know what I mean of and a casual fan wouldn't see that so us that we see that we we see all the time honestly every day that I'll go I would go to gyms I would see that all uh, often you know I started learning there's a code there really is a code in the game of, of you know in the sport of boxing where you don't trainers don't take other boxers from other trainers you know, that's you know, honestly, probably on the top of the list, I would say, you know, yeah, that's one of the things um, I, I dislike so much. It hasn't mm -hmm. happened to me. And I've told my guys, if you're not happy, you're free. Yeah. Majority under contract. But, you know, and if you really know me, you know, I don't give a shit about contract. If you're not happy, I'm not going to hold you into no contract. You could walk away. It's nice. We keep the relationship. If we don't do business right awesome. now, it doesn't mean we can't do business later on. You know, I'm not going to okay. mess up a kid's life or career, right? Just because he wants, he's not comfortable with me. Bro, go have, 
you know, you could go get better things out there. Go for it. You're not happy. Go. As long as you're straight up with me, I have no problems. You know, I see my son and, and uh, other kids I work with, like Leo Rubalcaba. I have Carlos Jared. He's a great friend. And mm-hmm. I seen every, everything we go through and I seen what fighters go through, you know, and it's not fair to hold them off into a country if nobody's happy. As long as things are fair, right? Right. Now the manager says, well, I've spent this much on you. All right, then let's, let's work something out. Let me leave and let's work something out with payment. I'll pay you back, whatever, you know? Right. If you want a percentage of that, cool. But let's, it's a business, work it out. That's how, that's how I do business. I don't do a business the way in boxing, the way old school, right? This is the way right. it is, manager. No, bro. I mean, there's different ways of how to do business, just like real estate, right? You mm-hmm. need to know how to negotiate. And as long as any business is it's a two-way street, there's a win-win or there's profit on both sides or at least a profit and a gain, it could happen, right? Do you think that real estate has helped you that sense like how you said it you know do you think that's actually giving you an advantage in the in the sport of boxing i i think i think it's negotiation wise yes i I, that's that's the the standard i use on both right because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day uh people need to be happy right at the end of the day people don't want to lose money on their house right? right at the end of the day a fighter wants to make more money so of course you just need to use your head on how to move here and this here and this here and make it sense and make it have some sense for both sides. You know, and sometimes you have to take a hit. You know, you have to take a hit, but um, you know, it is what it is. Like with fighters, like I, I manage my fighters differently, right? Yeah. What am I saying? I'm not interested, or I'm not here. I'll say fine, don't pay me. And I and I love the fact that you give me I love the fact that you keep it. I love the fact that you keep it honest, like like that. Like if you're not happy. You know, you can leave, and we, that doesn't mean we, we don't have we can't do business later on. Go exactly. see what's out there, and if you, you know, know and if you come back, I'm not going to. I'm not going to stress over it. I'm not going to go to sleep angry because a fight where I'm having issues with a fighter. Look, man, some guy once told me, if you ever get married, don't think that girl belongs to you, bro. You don't belong to her. She don't belong to you. I don't give a shit if you guys sign whatever you sign. It's her butt. She could do whatever you want. You have your own thing. You could do whatever you want at the end of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. You're not a kid. You're yeah, yeah, you're right. So what I'm saying is, if you're not happy, you can move on. But yeah. do it the right yeah. way. We're adults here, you know? Everybody talks about how, you know, we might be mature, or we might be, you know, yeah, pretty much mature on taking decisions, but in certain right. decisions, very known. So, yeah, I would definitely, you know, as long as the fighter's straight up, not a problem. I agree with you. I agree. Now, I have a question in regards to, to like, boxing management. Have you come across, obviously, you've came across managers, you know, boxing managers that, that you guys just don't click, don't click at all. Have there ever been a point in time where the, the disrespect and the line was crossed? Um, very honestly, I, I, I know a few managers. I've never, um, I don't want to say that we just don't click. I just, I'm the type of person that if, um, if there's, if I don't see that vibe, I'm not even going to mess with it, right? It's like, if you see no gain on something, why even mess with it? Right. I haven't seen any type of disrespect like that. You know, a lot of, uh, at least in management, it's a little different. I actually mm-hmm. see everybody kind of tries to work the same way. 
I like to work a little different. I want to make my own way and my own protocols as long as it makes sense for the fighters. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I've heard situations here and there, right? Right. Um, but um, yeah, so far, I mean, I haven't had that thing. I, I haven't had an issue with another manager. Where you see yourself in three years, Sam, with all your fighters? What's the, what? What can you honestly say in three years where you can just be like well, one of uh, not, uh, like I said, I don't I don't like to use other people to put myself out there or say oh I work with this. If I work with somebody, I work with somebody. I really do. I I'm not gonna be just you know lying. That's true, everyone, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know I have a lot of friends, right? But I think friendship is like if I know you, right? And I mean, no secret, you know, I know Saul, I know the family, I know everybody very well, right. but they're, they're not, a, they're not a trophy. I'm not going to be just posting pictures with them to just gain stuff. Uh -huh. As long as I know them, that's, that's good enough. I don't that's all, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, going back to your question, I see myself in three years with my fires, making a lot of noise, proving a lot of people that don't believe in us. Right. Um, a few months ago, I've seen reporters in gyms and I have great fighters. Sam is a heck of a fighter. If Sam continues, Sam is going to be big. I'll tell you oh, that yeah, right yeah, now. I agree. It's a fact. He's going to be big as long as he continues doing what he's doing. He has a very entertaining style. Um, I don't I don't say I don't like it. I mean, it's, it's, it's something good, but he, Sam is Sam. A lot of people like just his style with Oscar. You've seen it. You told me, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bobby sees it all the time. But Sam is Sam, right? And yeah. um, he needs to have his own. He needs to do his own. If certain things click similar to him, oh, well, good. You know, but you can't be just like him. But um, I think if they make it, I think a lot of people are, um, are going to remember going to those gyms and not giving us credit, right? And I think that's just going to be satisfying for me. And, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Man. Honestly, I mean, I've, I've been there at the gym with you with, with, with Sam. You know, and uh, he's he's very mature for his age. Even though he's seventeen, he's very mature. So yeah, he's very mature, he's mature very and stays focused. Sky's the limit for him. Look, I, I can't wait to give a surprise with Joel Diaz. Right? There's a few fights that I think they're going to be great fights. Mm -hmm. I saw Camarón, right? Cepeda, okay. yeah. Tanahara. I think yep. him and, and Camarón could be a great fight in the future. That's true. Um, think I'm done, but look, even Javante David. If one day Javante needs a tune-up fight and, you know, Joel's been knocked out twice and, and has a good record. and Take it. Disabled, Take it. We could be the D side more than more than happy because I Take know what Joel has. And whoever yeah. has fun with Joel knows what Joel has. So um, I can't wait to give a surprise with him. Kevin, 147. Guy, guy he, I know he's going to get his fans with fights, right? But um, I think they all have something special um, that we could show. But I think in three years, we're definitely going to be making some noise. Uh, you definitely got something special going on over there, man. And I got nothing but love and respect for you, for you and your whole camp. Everybody, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely tuning in. And, you know, I'm always Thanks, talking man. to you guys, man. Also, um, you know, Rudy, you know, point something out real quick. Just I think we could get a chance with him, too. A lot of people don't believe in him as in, you know, because he don't have that much power in his That's paper. true. So all those 126 pounders that, you know, are 15, 17 fights, you want a little tune-up or take us a tune-up? 
Hey, take us as however you want. I know what the fighters have. Let them know, Sam. And let them know. Who else? Who else? Let's go. Let's keep it. Let's go. Let's keep it. Let's, keep it. let's go. Like, bro, all we're looking is for a chance. Yeah, so yeah, that's it. Get, nobody can get mad here because exactly. people get mad because people call people. You can't get mad. I mean, let's be real. If you have a fighter and I have a fighter, mm -hmm. I don't I don't want your fighter to be better than mine. I don't want your fighter to be a three-time world champion and mine's never going to become a world champion. Fuck no. That's yeah, a lie. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it has to be good competition. You know, we don't mm -hmm. have to hate on each other, but hey, if we fight, we fight, right? Let's go. Yeah, if we fight people in the amateurs for free, fuck, I ain't going to fight them when getting paid for it, right? Hey, you hit it right on the spot on that one. <laughs> That's so, true. I mean, there, there's chances, you know, there's chances, and, and we're, we're willing to take risks, you know? We're willing and all to you take need risks. is just that one chance. That's it. That one shot, that one opportunity to make noise and take advantage. That's it. It changes. You know? It changes everything. It'll change everything. Look at Andy Ruiz. Look what happened to him. He took that one shot, you know? Yeah. So it just takes that one shot. It really does. And that's in anything, honestly. It took yeah. advantage, you know? He took advantage, and yeah, that's all you need sometimes, you know? And you keep know, it, that. right? Because keeping it is the hardest, right? Well, yeah, they say, a lot of people say, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of boxers that I've talked to, they've, they've even said, once you went, when you're a champion, that's probably the hardest, the hardest thing that a boxer accomplishes to be a world champ. But it's also harder to keep it. It's not of course, it, but it's and, and look, to be a champion. This is something for the fighters. You have to keep it right because if you're becoming uh, the underdog, right, against mm -hmm. the world champion for whatever is the short notice, five foot through, they got you in, like Andy, right? right. I guarantee you, Danny, Andy did not make as much money as he did in the rematch, not because of the rematch, but because. You gain more money defending your titles as becoming a world champion, right? Yeah. If, yeah, yeah. if, you, if you were the um, the opponent, right, you probably got a certain amount. Mm -hmm. But when you become a world champion and you defend your titles, and now you're defending your world titles, your money changes. Huge. Oh yeah. So yeah. you have to stay ready, right? You can't be happy and just become a world champion, and then you're not gonna take advantage. Of the of defending your titles because every time you defend your titles is more money for you, you know it's securing it's securing your future. Let's say you got five hundred thousand on on, on uh, a title shot, right? But you lose you lose and that's it. But let's yeah. say you got the five hundred thousand, you upset, right? Uh huh. Oh, you might hit the million or one point two on on uh, on. Uh, um, defending your titles and then you defend your titles for a second time now you're gonna stick on that range yeah right but if you got hit for 500 and then you lose you didn't make it probably gonna go back to the not only not only do you have to deal with that you have to deal with everybody trying to come for your for your belt before nobody would want to fight you now everybody's gonna want to fight you because they want that belt now exactly so you know stay you know keep keep working hard keep training you know all the way all the way I agree. I agree. Look, Sam, I really do appreciate your time. I don't want to take much of your time. I know you're in the gym, man. You're a busy man. You are a busy man. And I really do appreciate you taking the time out to be on the show on off the hook today. I really do appreciate it, man. I have nothing but love and respect for you and your camp. And I wish you guys nothing but, but success. I'm excited. Appreciate it, brother. We're back on, August 20th in, in San Diego. Uh, Joel Diaz Jr. and Rudy Garcia. If you could join us. That will be great.
Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. August 20th, right? I'm going I'm to lock it in. I'm going to lock it in. You got it. All right. Uh, any shout outs? Um, shout outs to the whole boxing community, man. Let's keep grinding. Um, I'm not a big UFC fan. Very, very honest. One of my friends just got me into seeing this last week's fights. Okay. Right? And um, in a good way. In a good way, I feel that some competition. You know, we need to get those arenas back in. You know? Yeah. We need to get those arenas back in. Um, fans support, you know, uh, women boxing. Women boxing keep giving us exciting fights. Uh, women boxers sometimes push the promoter. They're not supporting. It's a business. Yeah, exactly. Fans have to help out. Fans need to spend money. And then when promoters see there's money coming in for me, females, of course they're going to be supporting. They want to keep her, huh? Look what Ronda did in the UFC, right? Yeah. People want to see her. Things change. So just, you know, shout out to, you know, to everybody out there. Just keep on your grind, keep pushing, and everything's possible. Where can they follow you at? Uh, actually, follow me on Instagram on support by realtor. And yeah, if you need a house, if you want to sell your house or buy a house, give me a call. I got you. There you go. Sam Contreras, man. Thank you for your time. And uh, I'll be in touch with you. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Have a good Alrighty. one. All righty. Have a good one. Bye-bye.